smart campaigns. You've probably worked on them, you probably made them, or you audited it and you saw them and you looked further to what they are. Well, they're kind of like starter campaigns. Uh, we kind of get poked fun at all the time by, um, by clients saying, all you do is set it and forget it. Ironically, this is the epitome of set it and forget it. Um, they've kind of declined in recent years. A lot of people don't use them as much as they used to. Um, there is a best case to use them. So today we're gonna to talk about what smart campaigns are. We're gonna talk about the different goals you can do with them. We're gonna talk about the limitations and then the pluses and what my advice is, if you should or you should not use them. So let's actually get started on the goals that you can um, do by using smart campaigns. So smart campaigns you can do calls to your business or location. You can do uh, website sales or sign up. I don't think I would do sales. I think you should do lead magnets. Uh, I think that would be perfect. So click to coupon or click email submission for coupon. Um, click the download ebook, brochure, all sorts of cool stuff like that where people can take it away and digest their collateral. Um, also just sign up for emails. I think that's smart. I don't think I would do ever purchases through this. Um, you can do visits to your location. Um, this is solid, of course, for brick and mortar. And then, of course, you can do branding awareness campaigns, uh, which are like video view campaigns. And then, of course, you find them through the normal campaign builder. But keep in mind, you may not see it. If you do not see it, you have to request that it be included within your campaign. So if you don't see it, don't be alarmed. Uh, there's a special option you can pick where um, you can request to have them added for your campaign if they weren't used before. Um, in terms of metrics, this is what it looks like. So as you can tell, it's more upper funnel, mid funnel. That's all it really is. So you have impressions, clicks, an amount spent you have um, then you have like kind of like the more granular data which is like your call clicks your map actions which is your google maps and then the amounts you know of course amount spent and then your search phrases and that's it now the next question you have is well okay so how do i optimize on this if it's so simple you can't, <laughs> you can't. So that's what I'm gonna show you next. So that's actually what this uh, chart is for. So this is quite interesting. If you see here, right, you can just pick which phrases you want to keep running within the campaign. So that's really it. That's all you can optimize. So again, it's how it builds its ads is through uh, the Google Business Center and then the, or Google My Business, I should say, and then it takes the uh, URL from your site and then it creates the ad copy, the images, and just creates the ads themselves. And you don't have a saying what ads run, so it just runs and it just optimizes accordingly to whatever objective. So either to, for maps or for uh, click to call or to, um, search or uh, whatever it'll be. So um, that's how it operates. Uh, so that's a huge, you know, a lot of people get very frustrated at this. So you have to know going into it that it's a black box. You just set it, forget it, and that's really it. And then just turn it off when you're, you know, done with it. Um, and we're going to have some best cases on how, how you should use it. Um, so let's talk about the limitations. So the one is you have no control over where your ads appear, right? And that's what I was saying earlier. So again, search Google Maps, YouTube, Gmail, and then Google Display. Again, that's it. 
um, you don't get to see where they're appearing. Like it doesn't say, okay, these are many impressions that were served in search. This many was served in display. Nope. It's just impressions and amount. <laughs> That's it. So it's very top middle funnel, uh, signals that you get back. Um, and then of course, this is a big one. You have no, um, way to AB test or experiment. So say if you have, um, you know, you, you know, you feel there should be certain phrasing, et cetera. You don't even have a say in that. <laughs> so the best way to describe, you know, these, these kind of campaigns is, um, kind of like training wheels, right? That's really what it is. It's training wheels to kind of toe dip into Google ads and that's it. That's, that's all it's designed to do. So, um, because of that, there's very, a lot of control in terms of the creative and no AB testing, um, which is very unfortunate because a lot of clients love to have a lot of control over the creative and what they say. So, um, that's something that that's one of the, probably it's, uh, a lot of, why a lot of people kind of look down on it. Um, limited dashboard metrics. Oh, and this is great. Like I was saying about the training wheels, um, eventually you'll want to branch out, right? Cause you're going to get tired of this. You're going to, you're going to reach your, your, uh, your patience level on this and you're going to be like, Hey, I want to expand out. Well, you won't be able to with smart campaigns, right? So you have to make sure that you understand what you're getting into. Um, this is quite interesting. So like if like a deeper, you know, analytical data that you use, you know, you, you look into paid search and how SEO work together. Um, you won't be able to do that here, right? Cause you won't be able, you know, you may be connected to Google analytics and view the traffic there, but at least through that mechanism, you know, you can kind of analyze like, okay, I want to decrease these keywords or I want to, you know, increase more, um, uh, more YouTube or, or whatnot, you won't be able to, right? Because it's a, it's a walled garden. So that being said, you, you know, say if you want to do more SEO and dial back the search, you can't do that, my friends. So, uh, you're very limited in that aspect. Um, okay. Well, Yosef, what's, what's your opinion here then? If you're listening to all these dis you know, disadvantages, what are the advantages? Well, the advantages is little to no maintenance, right? And that's a big plus to a lot of people because if you're a small business, you know, you don't have time to hire, you know, maybe you have a, you know, um, you know, relative who's good at ads, but you know, if you don't have that, then you don't have time to do this. Right. So, you know, do you have five hours a week to dedicate to your campaigns and, um, do, do you know, uh, AB test creative and audiences and do experiment tracking? No, uh, you probably don't. So that's an advantage. Um, simple builds. Um, oh yeah. So anyways, like I was talking about, it's, you don't, you don't need, you save costs because you don't need freelancers or contractors. That's a plus. Um, I, I bet all the, uh, all the buyers on here are, are hating me saying that. Um, it's great for small businesses, of course, with a small geo to target and scheduling ads for business hours. That's kind of cool too, right? And you can do scheduling through all campaigns really. So that's not a big deal, but something I want to highlight. Um, and it's like I said, a great place to toad in. You know, so in theory, when you run these ads, if you run calls, you should be able to say there was a pickup in calls today or whatever this week versus last week when we didn't do it, do the ads, right? Because you should be able to relate back that, um, that you got more physical uh, traffic or, uh, you got, um, people downloading the, um, your, your lead magnets on your site. Like I was talking about earlier, um, so one thing I want to say with final, you know, with thoughts on this before we go into my spiel is easy, quick setup. Yes. Automated campaign management. Yes. That's a, that's a no brainer keyword control. Well, I think that's a, a no, but limited, right? Cause I was saying earlier, you can 
pick which phrases you want. Um, budget control, yes, but limited, right? Okay, that kind of makes sense. Um, but no multiple ad types, no experiments, no robust analytics, and no custom, there's definitely no custom conversion tracking there, right? So, um, you know, if you want to like, uh, you know, um, tag up, add cart and instant checkout and, um, a payment method that ain't happening here, you know, so, uh, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, so what is my recommendation? Well, my recommendation here, it's, um, I think it's great for small businesses, uh, that first try and paid, uh, you know, Google out. Um, the cool thing is you don't have to spend, you know, on a, on a contractor retainer for a paid buyer. That's kind of cool actually. Um, but like I said earlier, you're gonna want to expand, right? Like I was talking about the store and the retailer. Um, you know, it's fine that you're doing retail and you're getting people to come to your location and there's a pickup, but eventually you want to do, you don't want to think small. You'll eventually want to do um, D to C online. You want to sell the, whatever you're selling, you know, shoes or, or fashion apparel or whatever it is, you want to sell it like to masses. Therefore, why think small? You'll, you'll eventually want to branch out. If you're going to do that eventually, you might as well start now and start doing all the search and, you know, do some limited buys in your area and then expand out as opposed to doing this and just wasting your time. Now, if you're, I say if you're a, you know, you're gardening or if you're in plumbing or you're a carpenter and you're just, you kind of have a, a limited workforce, right? And you're kind of, you're, you're probably not going to grow much or, you know, whatever, do the economy or whatnot. It's just not growing and, and you want to do ads. This is perfect because you have a finite workforce, right? Um, this is perfect. I really think so. You spend a couple hundred bucks, test the waters and see if there's an increase in, in inquiries and in business. So that's really it, my friends. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we are on Medium. So there's a Medium component to this particular video that's actually all written out. Um, we're on Instagram. And then thank you for if you're listening in podcast land. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcast, and then Amazon Music, and then, of course, YouTube. Um, of course, YouTube. And then if you have any questions, find us on LinkedIn. I'd love to um, – I definitely would love to have any conversations with you about any – you know, if you have any ideas for topics, I would love to hear it. So thank you again for listening. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much.